And we're live. This is ParaglidingTalk.com. I'm your host, Robert Michaels. Welcome to the show. Tonight, we have an extraordinary show. One of our regulars, Cal Mooney, is with us tonight. We're going to interview him. He is a pilot. If you don't know, he's an acrobatic pilot with the Paradigm team at Aviator PPG. They just got done with some training um, there in Florida, and they've got some uh, got some great stuff lined up. We have some great stuff lined up tonight. We've been waiting to talk to Kyle for some time now, and it seems like there's just been a handful of other guys getting in the way. And finally, yeah, finally, we got to the goods. <laughs> Best for last, Kyle. Yeah, I uh, like that. We're gonna go with that. That's right. Kyle joined the team uh, some years back. There's, uh, you can actually find some of his um, history on the Aviator channel. Go check that out. Yeah. Um, if you want to get training, you can go through these guys. Uh, Aviator PPG. Where are you guys at? In, um, you guys are in Florida, right? Yeah, Lake Wales, Florida. It's about an hour south of Orlando. Okay, hour south of Orlando. So you mark that on your calendars that you want to fly. If you're in, actually, there's a few places you can fly with Aviator PPG now. You've got Nebraska. Yep. With Josh. You've got uh, a new one. Was that Montana? Um, no, we got Nebraska. Oh, here, hang on one second before. Uh, yeah, I want to see what you got going on there. I got a few friends. Hey. <laughs> I can't hear any of you guys. Oh yeah, they can't hear. You can right. stream it out there. I feel like we should we should get you out of your boring white office and put you in the, the aviator lounge since no one's in there now. Did everybody leave? Everyone left. Really? <laughs> yeah, get out there, dude. <laughs> I go out here then. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we'll see how the light is out here, but yeah. So we're in the shop. Nice. But yeah, so actually, we got. Uh, well, I gotta hold my phone then, but that's okay. okay. Um, yeah, no, we got schools everywhere. We got schools in um, Texas, Savannah, uh, in Georgia, um, Michigan, Indiana, Nebraska, and Costa Rica. Oh my word! Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I said Georgia. There, wasn't there a new one d just recently that you guys went to and talked to somebody? I want to say. Um, well, we went to Michigan. We so we the last one we visited. Um, Michigan. That's what it was. Yeah, Michigan. Fly my PPG with uh, Mike Cotter and Justin Fox. That's it. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. I was. At, I'm actually yeah. from Michigan originally. Okay. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah no, it was. Um, it's pretty awesome to be able to go there and, and meet all these other. Um, all these other people that are flying and obviously we met them before but to actually see their facilities and uh, see how they train as well is actually it's pretty awesome that is awesome well if you guys don't know who Kyle Mooney is uh, Kyle flies again with uh, the uh, guys at Aviator he's on the Paradigm team so they're doing all the big shows he, um, uh, is a part of the team with Tucker Gott and um, I don't know I don't know many of the other guys you guys are the two heroes of the crew um, but, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you guys are doing some pretty amazing cutting edge stuff. I mean, not only are you building a brand, but you're also, you know, flying in, in, um, in form. It's not, 
not everybody's doing that. So that's pretty cool stuff. I like uh, where you guys are going with it and your training. But I want to get down to the nitty-gritty of who you are, and then we'll talk a little bit about theory and stuff like that, if you're good with that. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's so, great. My first question, um, kind of typical, and just to start it off, where, uh, how did you get into the sport, and uh, like, where did it, where did it all start? So, actually, I used to hate flying in terms of like airplanes and everything. And my dad was uh, getting an ultralight, couldn't afford, you know, not necessarily couldn't afford it. It just took a lot of time. So then we actually ended up, uh, he learned how to fly a paramotor, and I was like, that thing is stupid. Oh, who wants to fly that? And then uh, after that, he actually taught me how to fly. And I like I, I, I took my first flight. And after that, I went and I bought all my gear. And after that, it was just fly, fly, fly every day, all the time, as much as possible. Wait, your dad is a pilot? Yeah, my dad flies. Um, he's been flying for the, about a month longer total than I have. Um, he just doesn't fly as much. But he lives up in Minnesota right now. So he'll go flying I don't know. Once a week, twice a week, maybe. Okay. Backyard. Have you guys flown together? Oh yeah, yeah. We um we actually flew together at Oshkosh this year. We went to the um uh the field where we all do the big flying at Oshkosh for the mass okay. arrival, and we went all there and we all got to fly. Nice man, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There's Mark, amen, son. Mark, uh, amen, son. I sent you an invite. If you didn't get it, you should have got it already. So you get into the sport, your dad's flying, you're like, you know what? I know what I want to do. I want to go join Aviator PPG. How'd that go down? Um, so what happened was, is I started flying and I was just doing my own thing, you know? And then uh, I was uh, actually in Australia, um, just doing school there. And my fiance was with me. Well, she wasn't my fiance then, but she is now. And then, um, I kept messaging Eric, going like, hey, man, I want to buy a nitro. And they're like, damn well, I mean, dang well, dang, that's one. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> that count. That doesn't money. count. <laughs> that I didn't have the money to buy one. And then I uh, just kept talking to him. And then a job actually opened up. And within about five minutes, I applied for that job. Um, came down, did an internship. Um, and been here ever since. And, and you lived up in Minnesota at the time? So I, um, I'm originally from Minnesota. And then uh, I, I moved to uh, North Carolina where my uh, girlfriend and now fiance was living. So I was Got in it. North Carolina when that happened. And okay. then uh, I moved down here. Got it. How, what does she think about it? You know, when I met her, she already um, knew I did it. And then when we were in Australia, we actually went to a fly-in, which was really cool to see, like, you know, pilots across the world flying. And I met some really cool people there. And, uh, yeah, she was like, no, you're great. Like she'll see me doing flips and all this other stuff. And she's like, yeah, that's awesome. But, um, as long as she said, as long as you don't get hurt, I don't care. Interesting. Yeah. There's Woody. She, and she finally agreed to a tandem. She did. Yeah. So one day I got to get her up there and give you, her a tandem. You haven't done it yet. No, no. I just got her to agree. Like, uh, the other time. Do you have, um, do you have the connection for your phone? Because you're kind of, for some reason, your audio is a little jacked up. Uh, yeah, here, I'll do, uh, I'll do this. Woody just chimed in in the chat. He said, I'm doing my show, but all the viewers should know that this fine, is this a fiance stuff, stuff is a lie? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, 
I'm gonna get him tomorrow. He's I'll, gonna be here tomorrow. I can't wait. I'll just I'll block him right now. Here we go. <laughs> I can't see uh, I can't see the chat because that's why my audio is going kind of whack because uh, I have it on uh, my computer to see chat and then my phone to actually do video. So. Okay. So are you sacrificing one to be able to do the other? Yeah. 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 Oh, so dang I can't it. see chat, but that's all right. All right. I'll keep you posted in case any if there's yeah. any trolling going on. Yes, if there is, let me know. If it's if it's if it's Woody, you can just block him again. Yeah, I'll just block him again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's how it went down. You know, I mean, she doesn't, um, she's not really scared about it or anything. She just, uh, she, as long as I'm happy, she's happy. So I, th I think that's how the saying goes. But I think we have it switched up right now. When are you getting married? Uh, October thirteenth of this year. Oh, you're serious? Good yeah. man. Yeah. Okay, that's good, so, man. That's a very important step. Yeah, we're getting married and we just bought a house. Well, working on buying a house. It should be done by the middle of September. So it's busy. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm I'm with you on that. So yeah, right. okay. Um you've been now you've been flying for how many years? Um five and a half, give or take. Go, okay. And so your role as a you're teaching now. I mean you're you're instructing now. What's yeah. as you um I mean, how much are they giving you as far as instruction? Are you can you take somebody from start to finish? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, we had this class that started uh, last Saturday. And, um, yeah, we, we basically go in and um, we have a ground school. And then we have kiting. We have motor simulator. Uh, we, we do towing as well. And I could take, you know, if it was just, you know, just me with, you know, one or two students, if we did that. But we do six students at a time. But, yeah, no, we can, I can start a student from nothing, not knowing anything to getting them flying and getting them 15, 20 flights, and then they're good to go on their own. That's great, man. Okay, that's yeah, gonna that changes awesome. my questions a little bit. So you're, um, from a training perspective, um, you're, there's a little bit more pressure on there now. Um, we were just discussing before the show started that um, uh, we had uh, Mark A. Menson was, was um, helping some guys get off the ground, and there's, you know, there's a lot of controversy in that. What uh, what it takes to be um, able to get in the air, and and um, and then also it's there's no like I can't, I don't want to say that, there's no cookie cutter program no. to like each person has their own personality they have their own uh, uh, speed and learning everybody's different and and it, something that and, and this is just my perspective you say whatever but. Uh, you know, like for me, I, I couldn't afford it, one, to go f spend a week with with a, a training group. for This is just for free flight. I couldn't, yeah. um, I didn't have the money really to to fork out in the front. So I, I bought up, uh, I bought an old beat up wing and I kited in the park a whole bunch. And, and, you know, I'm all over the place. But so you're teaching guys, what what's the most common thing that you're coming across that guys are coming in that's kind of a bad habit, something that could could potentially hurt them you know it it's a tough question to answer especially as far as you know getting hurt um what we deal with a lot of the time is we have guys that come in who are prior pilots you know they fly cessnas or you know they're whatever they're a, a, a pilot already um and those guys are typically the hardest to actually train because you know in an airplane you turn left you have to even back out to go right 
Um, and on a paramotor or a paraglider, we all know that that's, that's not how it works. You're the nut on the end of the string that's flopping around. Um, but I would say that the, the, the hardest thing for us is um, understanding each student and trying to figure out the best way to train that particular student. Because we start with um, one way that we have found that works for most people. And then sometimes you have to, um, as instructors, we'll switch between each student. Um, and sometimes uh, one instructor clicks better with another student. And we right. use that to our advantage. So if I'm working better with so-and-so, um, because he just understood the way I said it, and Eric might have said it one way, that's that's who we that's who we end up sticking with. So we actually end up switching the entire class. And sometimes I can't get through to one person, and Eric can do it perfectly. So it's just our teaching methods, which are it's great of, great about having a team that can work together. Are you a yeller, or is Eric a yeller? Um, so actually, that's one thing that we none of us do. None of us. <laughs> I'm just yell. kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> Eric's definitely the yeller. I'll just answer that one right now. If you go to Aviator PPG, get ready because Eric's going to yell at you. Don't screw well, up. If you go to Indiana, Matt Massey's got the Bob Ross voice. Oh, nice. Yeah. More that's than once he's been told he sounds like Bob Ross. That's like my instructor. Uh, he, Phil Russman is like, you're fine. You're good. I mean, you could be dying in like a death spiral and be like, pull a little light brakes, uh, pull some right brake, pull a little right brake. Yeah. You're fine. You're good. Yeah. It looks good. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw the reserve. You're, you're about 50 feet off the ground. Go ahead and throw that. If you got the other one, you could throw that too. Hey, there's jo uh, Josh is in the chat too. I sent these people invites. Okay. Never mind. They're just busy. They have life. Yeah. If it starts, if I start glitched out again, let me know. I pull the chat again so I can see it, but it uh, it buffered a little bit. So I'm hoping that I can uh, I can still see. Yeah. So um, what what's the most common thing that guys are coming in to training with that you wish they didn't? Prior experience and anything to do with flying. Okay. So you want a clean um, slate. I want the clean slate, the best feet. I mean, you know, it, and obviously some people are able to turn their brain off and become the robot that we need them to be to train them. Um, but honestly, the, the, the people that overall, you know, I'm not saying everybody, but overall the best people to train are RC pilots. What? Yeah. RC pilots. Fascinating. And um, somebody who's never touched anything that flies ever. They're the, the dirt bike mechanic or something like that. Um, RC pilots, because when you fly an RC plane, you know, you give it power, it goes power. You give it, you know, right rudder, it uses right rudder. Um, so we tell the students to be a robot or act like a servo on an RC plane. When we tell you to do something, do it. And that's, that's why we find those people are sometimes the best and easiest to train. Interesting. So speaking of aviation outside of paragliding, have you done any fixed wing stuff, ultralight stuff? Yeah, so uh, I'm working on my private pilot's license right now. Whoa, I did not know that. Yeah, I'm working on that right now. And actually today we flew from uh, the Lake Wales Airport. We flew down to Avon Park to see one of our Alliance schools down there. And then we flew to uh, Valkyria, which is about a 45-minute flight to see uh, you know who Eric Dufour is. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, we went to see Eric Dufour. Um, had to drop off a few things. So, yeah, me, uh, me and Travis and um, Ron Turan, one of the uh, Alliance affiliates in Texas, we all just took the airplane together and had some fun and did some did some practice. Landed it, dude. That is fun. so rad. Yeah, and you you've time. got the runway right there in the back. Oh yeah, no. Today I, I what did I do today? I only did two landings today, but no, it's it's getting good. It's fun. Wow. Yeah, that is next on my agenda. By the way, I've just got I've got so much stuff going on. Probably in about I'm gonna I'm gonna say now that we we're, we're buying a house, it's two years from now. I'd like to get my pilot's license. You know who inspired me to do it? <clears throat> the uh, well, besides living next to the airport, was um, Paul Guschelbauer. Because he came from okay. Austria and got it here right down the street from us. So now, who do you call now for, uh, you know, you're, you're wanting, you're, you're st I mean, obviously, and let me just make a statement. As far as I'm concerned, you're always a student when it comes to aviation and always. specifically in, in paramotoring. Who do you call now? You've been doing it for five years. It's almost to the place where you feel like you, I mean, you're teaching, you know a lot. Who are you yeah. calling? Like, like when I need something? Yeah. Um, actually, I messaged him today. Uh, so he's across the world right now. But uh, forgive me if I butcher his last name, but uh, Theo de Blick. Okay. Yeah, and is, if I need, is... Yep. Go ahead. That's who you did your SIV with? Yeah. So I've never... Um, I never really did a formal SIV. I went straight into acro training when I trained with um, Javier Malaguita or Javi Malaguita, as most people know him. Yeah, yeah, Javi. Um, yep, yeah, I trained with Javi uh, over two years ago in Spain, in Organia. And then earlier this year, when I was in Italy, I did another acro course with Theo. And um, that was kind of my, you know, when I need something or if I'm asking about, um, you know, at more acro type stuff, uh, if I need guidance and assistance, um, he's the guy who did um, a lot of my, advanced training so that's who I, I i'd like to reach out to and obviously i utilize other people like um manu and david um and those are the two guys in the paradigm team that do the the infinites on the motors yeah <clears throat> are you almost there or what you know um the best way that i can i can put it is i'm not trying to get there i'm gonna let it get there if it gets there that's probably the smartest thing to do yeah um i i this week, I trained six out of the seven days this week. I flew every morning. Um, and right now, I just all I do is get in the motor, climb up to 4,000 feet, do acro down to about 1,000, and climb back up and do it again. Nice. Is so, that the altitude that you would prefer to do acro at as far yeah, as safety? So, yeah, my safety threshold is 1,000 feet. I won't it, As of right now, it's 1,000 feet, and I like that because it – gives me room for error and i calculated it i was sitting in backfly at one point for about 20 seconds when i was really first learning and backfly is totally fine it's like a it's your comfortable position it is a safe position to be in um and i sat in there for about 20 seconds and i lost close to 800 feet um so i'm thinking okay a thousand feet and you know i like to have that room for air yeah so, that's smart just to keep it safe and you fly with two reserves or one uh, I got two. I got a Beamer on my left-hand side and a uh, Angel 140 on my right-hand side. Nice. That's great, man. Yeah, I, no, I, I got to keep it safe. 
Yeah, no, it's um, that's a whole different ball game when you're when you're basically forcing the wing to do stuff that um, it's not necessarily wanting to do. Um, no, for sure. It, um, it, it's been a road, man. It, it, it's not a, it's not an easy thing. I'm going to turn my phone around here. Hopefully oh, that's better. Uh, it's not an easy thing, especially when you start getting into the hard acro, you know. People are, you know, I do acro. Well, you know, if technically acro is more than 90 degrees. Um, but when you misty flips and tumbling and things like that, then it, it, it really gets more advanced and you really got to, um, you really have to be careful. Um, take us through a story uh, maybe when you were out of control and then what you learned from it. Um, actually, I mean... Technically, I was out of control. <laughs> uh, so about two, actually two days ago, I was doing some training out back. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was normal. Everything was great. And uh, I, did a, I did a misty flip. And I did a misty flip to the right. And then instead of uh, what I wanted it to do was do a misty flip in a right heli. But instead, I parked it to go to a, a left heli. So it's a right misty flip, left heli. And uh I did that, but instead it kicked too fast, and I got a riser twist while I'm in backfly on a paramotor. Um, Whoa! So, and it was it was interesting because um, the only thing I, you know, obviously I'm like altitude. Okay, I know I'm good because I just started and I was over three thousand feet, so I knew I had altitude. And the glider was still like she was in backfly, so I just did what I knew, and uh, I kept it in backfly. And uh, I was like, well. I'm just going to remember what I need to do and that's keep my hands down because if I let them up and one goes up, it shoots and then I get more riser twists and then I have to throw a reserve. Um, but yeah, I untwisted, kept the backfly and exited. So um, honestly, going back to your training and what I was taught to do was to always control that glider. And that's honestly what, what kept me from getting more riser twists and things going even worse than what they were. And then did you go up and try it again? Oh, Absolutely right afterwards and make it right no actually what <laughs> happened was uh, it, it untwisted and uh, i was in backfly and i exited and right after that exit i didn't even wait i just went and did it again and uh nailed it the second time so um as long as you keep um you know that safe altitude and i got the proper training to do this um which it cost me a lot of money to go to italy and buy the glide you know glider and training and fees and whatever it costs a lot but um I have not yet once thrown a reserve. So um, just in that alone, it, it's, it's paid off. So that's amazing. So two SIVs, but um, I say SIV, you were actually in an acro clinic. Yeah. So yeah. you were right out of the gate boat pulling you up or you doing a motor. Yeah, so the um, the very first time I went off uh, in Organia, so that's uh, it's more like ridge lift in Organia. So that was just straight free flying, um, and then Italy was actually the same thing. So there was no, I've never done behind a boat um, or anything like that. I, the only reason I learned free flying was so I could transition it to the paramotor. Since around here in Florida, there's no free flying really. Right, little free flying. So yeah, and we could do towing, um, but. Be, you know we're so busy so i i get up in the morning i go fly paramotor yeah yeah do you uh you run the tow rig yeah we um we can all do it um but i'm not gonna lie travis is the master when it comes <laughs> to running that tow machine he's done it a lot um so he, you know he's better than the rest of us at it but all of us um can run the tow machine uh you know we can tow students up 
um, or talk to talk to students for that matter. Because some people do a uh, a tow machine, they're controlling the tow machine and they're talking. But what we do is we have one tow operator and one uh, person talking the student up during that first initial tow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, no, I was inspired. Uh, Did awesome. you see um, Kylo Glee's video? The recent one that he did. Um, some cross country stuff. He was flying like. Um, um, no, I didn't. Oh, bro, it's, it's incredible. Just free flight stuff. Hundred miles and four hours. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Flat wow. flatland in Texas. Just finding thermals. Really, that's a that's a lot of. Uh, that's a lot to do. Sorry, I'm closing the door. Somebody said fire, uh, <laughs> fire alarm, and I think it's the uh, one in here that keeps going off. The smoke detector. Oh. Yeah, I keep hearing it. Beep. Oh, it's not, it's not mine. Todd. Yeah, we just sent. Uh, Todd should be joining us. There we go. Yes. So, um, talk. Uh, actually, there was a question. It is from uh, Yankee in SC1. He said, uh, "Kyle comes from a skydiving background, right? Is that true?" N nope. No I, skydiving. Um, Nope, I did one tandem ever. And uh, other than that, nope, I I like my paramotor, man. I like free flying. I never came from anything skydiving. Um, as far as aviation goes, I flew my dad's ultralight when I was like 10. And I hated it, and I puked in the backseat. Whoa, dang. Yeah, and I, I never liked aviation until I started flying paramotors, and now I'm just kind of fixed on it. Here's Todd. Hey, What's can you guys up, hear me okay? Yeah. What's up, man? What's up? So you guys got me all right this time? It's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, first, real quick, this is for Kyle. Yes. I got I got a whole bunch of this for you. Um, <laughs> actually, I have a case that I'm going to bring to uh, Owensboro for you. Awesome. Oh, you're coming to uh, Owensboro for the show? Yeah. Yeah, Sweet. I've got to make that happen. Yeah, um, you do. So I was listening on the way home. If I can go ahead and jump in here, I was thinking a whole bunch on the drive. I just finished flying. Uh, get on takes in, about, man. Takes about 45 minutes for me to get from the airport back home. So I listened to it a little bit. A um, little bit about Kyle from my perspective, because I started training at Aviator, at Aviator in uh, January, uh, finished up in March, because I, I had to split the training up for family reasons and whatnot. Um, but one thing about Kyle is he truly is an unsung hero of the of the entire PPG community. Um, and it's one of those things that you don't realize it because he doesn't have that uh, that charismatic YouTube personality going on. He doesn't have that channel. Um, but when you when you meet him and you fly with him, you watch him fly. One thing you realize is how talented of a pilot he really is. The dude is absolutely amazing. Um, that in and of itself, you know, he is one of the most underrated individuals within our community um, because of that. But then from an instructor standpoint, one of the things he was talking about earlier is how they team teach. And from a student standpoint who just went through it earlier this year, um, it is such a benefit to be going through the training and, you know, Eric, you know, he's not a yeller. Um, but, he's, <laughs> he's know, a screamer. <laughs> but one of the things is, you know, 
Eric would say something that would kind of click, and then you know Kyle would come over. He would say something that would kind of click. Um, the interesting thing about Kyle, his personality, is he is very straightforward and very blunt. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. He he's going to tell you straight up. Um, you know, and my story is, and I, I think a lot of people realize it or, or have heard it now. My first launch attempt was absolutely horrific. Um, it made for good training video. I think all of the aviator classes now show me uh, <laughs> failing. Look at and this so guy. It's, it. it's funny because I, I had a horrible first launch attempt. The question is, you know, what is it that guys do wrong when they come in to train? Um, I came in being very well versed on the book knowledge, but I also came from a skydiving background. And so when it came to the practical exercise, I was horrible. And I, I realized it very quickly that I had a lot of bad habits and it translated into my first launch attempt. And it was, it was horrific. I, you know, I'm, I'm now a training video aide for the classes. So, um, but one of the things is I, I went over to Kyle afterwards and I was, I was emotionally crushed by it. It, it was a, it was a very tough moment for me because um, it, I'd been building up for so long and I go up to Kyle and I'm like, what did I do wrong? And he's like, you sat, you screwed up. That was it. You just you, you screwed up. Now, go go get the motor back on and go try again. Um, but that is something that's very endearing about him is he is very, very knowledgeable. He is a fantastic pilot. He's a great instructor. And uh, I'm actually very happy and honored that I've been able to uh, develop a friendship with him, uh, you know, over the past eight months. Um, Didn't you he, blow up a prop on that? No. No, I no, haven't. He did not. He didn't no. break anything. Zero. I, I knock on wood. I have had some horrific launches. Um, we'll say I've had more than one fails. Um, <laughs> even at the recent uh, flight, if you got it, fly in. Um, I was trying to launch in nil wind, wet conditions, and I passed by. I, I passed right behind uh, John Rippa as he was launching. And as I'm trying to launch and I go through his wake, my wing kind of went flat. It lost all lift and I slipped and fell. Mm. And, you know, it was, it was a, it was an ugly slide and fall. Um, but again, I haven't broken any props yet. I've those titanium frames on the nitro, man, you get a rubber mallet, pound that sucker back into shape and you're good. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of him, but you know, I, I just wanted to jump in and, and, and talk about Kyle and let people know from a, a student perspective, um, just how good of a pilot and how good of an instructor he really, really is. Love Thanks, it. Todd. Thanks a lot, man. It's all good, brother. I got a case of uh, lemonade monster for you. A whole case. That's 24 oh, monsters it. just for you. Oh, I just yeah. sent uh, Josh an invite. And they're going to be gone. Well, I, no, I actually and, have... And it's awesome, too, especially... To... What's it? Go ahead, Todd. Uh, I've, got, uh, I've actually got two cases. So I can bring both cases to Owensboro. Perfect. I'm excited. And that's an awesome thing that we get to do is we get to share this sport with... You know, we, we met Todd and, uh, you know, obviously right when we met Todd, he's, you know, he's just... He, He's a student. We met Todd. And then now he's, you know, like we all hang out. Um, Todd was texting me tonight, actually. He sent me a picture of him flying. And then I sent him a picture of me and Travis on the field tonight because uh, that's who was by me. So it was, um, 
it's just a cool thing to be able to share and um, you know help each other through their um, through their struggles and also through their triumphs. So it's it's really cool to be able to do that. Yep. What are you recommending for books, Kyle? Um, honestly, the Paragliding Bible is is what it, it's a great thing for people to to read and just to just to get knowledgeable on it. Um, and I, I can't 100% um, recommend this video series yet because I haven't seen it. But um, I and I know that the people he works with are amazing. But Paul Takas, Tech, sorry if I butchered his name, um, just put out um, this amazing um, acro like series. It's on justacro.com, and uh, it basically goes through all of these things because most people you know a lot of people want to get into this type of sport whether it's free flying or paramotoring the first question they ask is if they're especially if they're younger you know my age they go can i do a barrel roll well <laughs> please don't learn <laughs> to fly don't. first yeah. um and uh you know it's really cool that people are looking looking at that because there's there's a thousand instructors out there and um there is no best instructor the best instructor is the one that's best for you um and that that's that's what i can say i just got i got really lucky um when it came to learning more but um yeah sorry a little off topic but as far as book um is something that you know i, I know you had jeff on the show i think last week yeah jeff going yeah yeah um awesome dude and that, and that book is something that uh that's what i that's what i bought when i first learned and uh, it's it's hard because you read that book and you have never flown, so you can't really put the pieces together. You're like, I don't know what any of this stuff means. And then as you get better, you learn more and you under you can put those together. So you say read it again after you've flown a few times. Absolutely. And also, I need to get um, that book. I just got a message. I just got a message from my mother, Todd, and she said, "Monster is bad for me." <laughs> <laughs> she's right monster's absolutely horrible for all of us but it's good and it's, it's but free it's lemonade monster and it's free it, it's limiting monster and it's free they're trying to rope you in yeah that's okay to the addiction of monster I'm still gonna drink it that's <laughs> no, not gonna stop me sorry mom so your mom is watching right now that's awesome I'm pretty I'm pretty sure my mom and dad and sister probably are. That's awesome. Hey, mom, dad, and sister. That was sweet. <laughs> my mom came out and she had the beer. <laughs> at the uh, at the fly-in? Oshkosh? Yeah. I didn't even know his oh, dad was a pilot. Right. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah no, it's uh, it's awesome. It's um, <laughs> John Staples. No, it's pretty awesome to be able to, uh, you know, to share it, especially like, you know, with my family and um, and all that. Uh, I guess the only thing, and I and I said this actually, it was in the paradigm little mini documentary that we got made um, there. And Tucker said, how, Kyle, how nervous are you? I'm like, uh, about two, but my mom is watching, so like ten. Oh dang it! And it's funny, I don't get nervous. I could fly in front of those millions of people. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine, but. If my mom was watching me, I'm like, oh, don't screw up. Don't screw up. Yeah, you need to hold it to keep it together, Kyle. Come on, man. I know. I try. Keep it together. So uh, what's the next big adventure that you have been wanting to do but haven't been able to do yet? 
Oh man, this that's a tough question, man. That's a really you got tough a, one. You got more than one? Well, yeah, I have plenty. Uh, but, What's the most know, just, realistic one that you got coming up? Man, it, even if it's just a dream, I can make it a reality. So I'm not, I don't look I mean, at it that way. You've already done a couple pretty cool things, bro. You've already, so, I mean, okay, wait, did you go to the, um, what is it called? I, I always screw this up. It's not Colombia, but it's in um, co uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you go um, with that? Yeah, I was in Costa Rica like three months ago or whatever it was. I don't really know. Yeah. Three, four months. And then like uh, two months before that, I was in Italy. Um, yeah. A couple months before that, um, I was in Poland. And then uh, obviously in the last month, we drove around the country and did all of our air shows. Um, visited the schools, flew in Montana, Colorado. We flew in like 18 states in like 30 days or something. It was crazy. St. Louis Arch, that was an epic show. If you guys haven't seen that video yet, too, it's on the Aviator channel. The uh, St. Louis Arch, that was an amazing, um, amazing yeah. place to fly. That was cool, man. And it was scary because uh, you look down in the river and there's trees that are like the size of your house and fridges and all sorts of stuff. In the water. In the water, yeah. But luckily we had the uh, St. Louis uh, Fire Department there and the uh, the Coast Guard actually was there. So if, if, if we had to go in the water, they were there. And actually Todd got to fly there too, so that was pretty cool. I was going to say, Todd was there too. Yes, he was. Yeah, that was an awesome experience and definitely something I will never forget. Yeah, I thought for some reason, I thought you guys were just going to send it and go through the arch anyways. It's easier yeah. to ask for forgiveness yeah. than for permission. Not when it comes to the federal government. <laughs> well, you think they were going to shoot you down? They're like, there they go. I knew they were going to do it. <laughs> Take you out. I, I, um, I got no comment. I don't really want to find out. You're like, no. Um, At any no, point, so did any of you consider it? Oh, yes. yeah, no. I, yes, I, I, absolutely. But, yes, yeah, okay. yes, we did. <laughs> yes. But before, we, before like Eric and Travis were for like, I was like, hey, Doran, because we had the Martin brothers there on the team and Tucker and David and everybody. And we're like, hey, right when Travis says break to do the break, let's just keep flying straight through. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're all like, yeah, so we're not going to do that. But really tempting. Dude, I'm surprised Tucker didn't go for it. Yeah, we all wanted to, um, but it, it's honestly, it's hard to even get to fly there, you know, to get the yeah. opportunity to even fly there. Like for even, um, even for the show, um, Todd was on the ground actually, um, talking to the tower for us. Um, it was him and another team member. They were down there helping us, you know, lay out wings, whatever. And he's talking to the tower and all this stuff. So it was, um, it's a huge effort just to get us seven people into the sky around this type of area. Because that's um, there's some that's a uh, controlled airspace. That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's class D. Cla is it class D? I, I believe it's class D airspace. Don't quote me, but I'm 99% sure it's class D. Interesting. Yeah, so that's super cool. That looked yeah, like so a, a blast. So the question, back to the question. Next adventure, yeah. Um, next, next adventure. So. Um, Honestly, I really want to do. Uh, I want to go to Turkey next for to. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Oliendes, Olu. Anyway, the giant free. I know where. There. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's where I want to go next. I'm hoping to uh, go there next year sometime during um, 
maybe a free two weeks. Um, I want to go there and do some more acro training. Free flight acro training. Free flight acro training. And then when I get home, I, uh, I take it slowly, but I convert it to motor in that, in that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So, but this year still has plenty of adventures, man. We got a lot left here. Uh, what, uh, what wing are you flying these days for acro? Uh, for acro right now, I use the octane, the octane two from ozone. How you like it? Um, honestly, it's awesome. It is amazing. It, uh, it was a perfect glider to learn all of this stuff on. Um, so it's pretty awesome. But now that I'm getting to the point of, okay, I've got a lot of this stuff mastered, you know, I can, you know, helis and all this type of stuff. I'm getting it all, you know, pretty, pretty locked down. Um, it's going to be time to move up soon to a, something that's more aggressive, um, that, you know, does everything a little bit faster. Really? Uh, it's the, more tricky, but it's a little bit faster. I was going to say the octane's pretty spicy wing. So yeah, it's actually rated in my weight range. It's a sea glider, um, which is awesome. It's the perfect glider to learn acro on. Um, but yeah, no, the next glider is going to, unfortunately right now, um, I, I want an ozone glider, um, just because that's what I've been flying and I, I love them. But, uh, my, when I initially learned, I learned on, uh, an air G, uh, mm. glider. So, you know, we'll wait and see. Um, but yeah, right now it's, uh, it's mainly the, uh, the octane two. And then if I'm not doing acro, if we're just going for a flight, I use the, uh, free ride 15. Nice. I love it. Oh, Brian Richards. I challenged Kyle to a free flight paintball match. Um, all right. Well, I did play semi-pro paintball for two years. So, uh, okay. I'm down. You did? You, you, uh, you played, uh, uh, on a, on a team? Yeah. Yeah. We played national, national level competitions. Really? Yeah. It was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. That was about six, seven years ago. Okay. We did that. We, I've and, done uh, some, yeah. I've done some paintballing, but I never got on any, any teams. <laughs> Brian Rich, Aerosol. Yep. That's what I played for. That's funny. Interesting. So here's the question. If you shoot the prop on a paramotor and it splatters <laughs> the paint everywhere, does that count like a grenade? Uh, no, we don't no. use grenades. I never played in the woods, man. We, we were the giant adults playing around the balloon festival where you got all the blow up bunkers. That's what we called it. A bunch of grown dudes running around shooting each other with balloons around everywhere. <laughs> Speedball. Speedball. That's what it was. No, it, yeah. it was a good time. But um, no, man, fl flying has pretty much taken over, taken over my life. Like this year, we got Owensboro left. We got Indy Airhawks fly in. Um, then I get married. Then I go to Bali for like 12 days or whatever it is. And then we got Vegas. And then we got a fly in here. Wait, hold on. Uh, Did you crazy. say Bali? Yeah, Bali, like Indonesia. Right, so Bali's just for the, for your uh, honeymoon, right? Yeah, that's like okay. the honeymoon. We wanted to go okay. there, so we're like, I want to. But I have friends there that have gear, so I'm hoping I get to fly in Bali. Don't tell her that. Oh, she already knows. I already said I. We, I have one day on my honeymoon. It's it's our honeymoon, so I want one day where I can go fly. You're already in the doghouse. Yeah, it's all right. She lets me fly. <laughs> I was gone for a month last month, and she was. It's tough, yeah, but you know. That's why we're that's why we're good. So it's awesome. There's still hope for you to get that motor, Robert. Yep. That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> My wife was just in here a second ago. I thought I was in trouble. Just buy one and say you can't return it. Be like, oh sorry, honey, I, I don't know what to do. They won't let me. 
I have so I have so many funny things that just pop into my head to say right now, but I'm not going to say any of them because I think she's still in here. <laughs> she's actually standing at the door, just listening to yeah. you. Oh, I'm clear. Yeah. So that was my son. <laughs> that your, I was going to say he knows what's up. Yeah, he knows what's up. He's got my back. He wants to right. fly so bad too. So we're oh, we're trying awesome. to we're trying to get him under a wing. He, he's oh, done it. Sure. Yeah, he's done tandem. But it's hard to get this uh, a small enough wing for him right now. He's right at the edge of being on a small, you know. Yeah, so. no, that's true. Robert, yeah. that that last video where the student flew the brand new um, um, Universal one point one, he got that top eighty, and it shipped from somewhere around San Diego. Are you serious? Yeah, I missed out on that. Like, sweet, like very, very clean. Dang I wonder it. if it was did Chad Bastian sell it to him because I know Chad's in that area. Um, I don't know who he got it a... from. I'll have to find out from Dustin, the guy. But it is. Oh, okay. I was impressed. It was it was like perfect size, plenty of power. Um, but it, yeah, he got there. it right off the West Coast and shipped right here. He had a video to put it all together and everything. That's awesome. It was cool. Very interesting. Uh, let me just give you a quick sh um, commercial break. Go to paraglidingtalk.com. Check out what's happening with the upcoming shows. Next week, we're going to do a speed flying show with uh, Rich Kennedy from Saboba. You're not going to want to miss that one. It's going to be fun. Um, also, want to encourage you to go to the Patreon. Support the show financially. We're going to keep this thing rolling and keep it fun. And um, I came up with some ideas for some T-shirts. Be uh, watching for those. We're, that's going to be fun. The T-shirts, I'm going to use them as uh, giveaway stuff. And then also, um, anyways, it'll be fun. We'll do it, advertising stuff, and um, <clears throat> that's pretty much it. So if you can do that, do those two things. And then also, I was going to mention this in the last show. Um, one thing that Neil does, Neil is uh, perspective. He has, um, he's been moderating with the show for some time now, and what he started doing is posting. He po he created a website, or he created a Facebook page. That's what it is. And so he promotes the show on Facebook. I want to encourage everybody, if you can, promote the show, uh, put it on Facebook, put it on whatever your social media is so that we can take it to the next level. And I don't even know realistically, like, I'm not doing this for the money. It's just for fun. And I love the fact, like, I'm looking in the chat and I'm seeing people that I watch their videos and I, I just love, like, Fly Swampers on there right now. I, I love watching his videos. Uh, Jeff Dean just logged in. Jeff Dean has some great videos. Um, I'm Yankee and SC one there. Uh, and most of you guys that are, uh, that have been a part of the show from the beginning, it was just all, this all just kind of came together. And so I, I want to take it to the next level and just keep, just let it blow up. I think it'll be super fun and super cool. And it's a community, you know, and it's fun. And there's, there's a couple weirdos out there and, and, and we don't have to say any names, but for the most part, we're like a family, you know what I mean? And so I just want to build it up and I want to try to do something that can benefit everyone. I mean, it's like Todd uh, with Resurgence PPG. He has a vision and he wants to get people up in the air. And, you know, you're, and you're not always going to get everything that you necessarily need to learn from a week or two week training session uh, with instruction. And, and you're not always going to absorb everything. So I wanted to create a place where we can come every Thursday night and, this is an open platform. I mean, we're live right now. If you have questions you want to ask, 
ask away and we'll put this stuff out there. And, and even if you're a brand new person or you've been flying for 20 years, this is a place for you. So paragliding talks for that. And uh, anyways, that's my spiel. Uh, so the um, I want to open up right here, speaking of comments and questions, and then because um, I want to ask uh, if there's anybody – if you have anything for Kyle Mooney you want to ask about, maybe it's uh, Acro or you have questions for him, please ask him. Um, and, uh, man, it is stinking hot in here. I was just it's thinking the same hot. thing, man. It's like 100 degrees in Florida, so it's warm in here. Yeah, it's probably the same. It's probably the same temperature. What is it out, outside over there? It's like um, in the 80s? Right now it's probably like 85 and about 90% humidity. Yeah, we're, I don't think we're that hot, but it's pretty bad. Hey, um, by the way, not to uh, not to take anything away from uh, the Kyle Mooney show, but no, um, uh, Mark Amenson had um, he had created a video uh, where a guy flies. Listen, Mark, I think it's awesome, man. I don't I don't have any problem with. Uh, with getting a guy off the ground. The guy was already doing his homework. Don't, don't try to hide. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's already trying to hide. No, I, I, I was, if you, did you see your comments? I was defending you in the comments and, and I wanted to bring this live and there was a guy on there. I, I don't remember his name, but he, he was one of Dell's students and, and uh, he got mad at me for trolling Dell and blah, blah, blah. But um, uh, I, I was going to say, the, the guy, it wasn't like you just called some guy off the street like, hey, come over here. Check this out. This is called a paramotor. In the next four <laughs> hours, I'm going to get you off the ground. I'm going to teach you how to. The guy had already been That's wanting exactly to happen. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, this was, this was funny. Dustin, I'll give you the really brief rundown here. Um, he called one day. He goes, uh, he was just really straight to the point. He's like, look. I see you fly. I really want to go flying. And I was like, is equally straight back to the point. I go, I'm going in 15 minutes. Meet me at this park. And that was it. And we met up and I went flying. I landed and I just was like, that's paramotoring. And he's like, cool, I'm doing it. I was like, okay. And that was kind of our first hangout. The next thing was we just talked a little bit. And he goes, all right, I bought a, I bought a motor. It's shipping here. And I got a wing from... Ryan Shaw, I think it was, he got a Dudek Universal, brand new. He's like, I got the stuff. So I'm just going to kite and practice, and um, I don't want to get full training. He goes, would you just be able to let me come out to your airfield and, um, and just do hourly? And I said, you know, I'll treat it exactly the same way. We'll look at your gear. We'll go over it. I mean, his gear was, was in great shape. We did the hang test. We adjusted it. Um, and we just went through each one of the things like right off a of syllabus um, and we had perfect conditions and I wasn't saying, look, dude, you're going to fly tonight or you can fly in under 20 hours. I turned to him and it was on the video and I just said, so how are you feeling? Are you going to fly? And, you know, just asking casually. And he goes, yeah, I mean, he had done everything. And this is like where I understand like controversy comes in. Like he could repetitively do that on the ground in Wisconsin in no wind and just get beat up and sweat and get tired and then come out and wait for another day when it was windy and kite and kite and kite and kite. But he had the kiting harness on. He was doing um, 
forward launches all the way across the field. On like his third one, he did it, and he probably did another 10 after that, getting the wing up, um, checking the wing overhead, just looking over to the wing tip, kiting it all the way across the field, and you could tell that he had good control by both feel and um, and just, you know, understanding what he watched the ground handling aviator video. I tell every single person before they get any gear, watch that hour and a half video over and over. Then the first time you put your gear on, it'll actually make sense to what you're doing. So a huge shout out to the aviator ground handling video crew. And I think, Kyle, you helped put that together. Um, yeah, that, that is was an awesome video. Helpful for, for everybody. And it's not a training substitute, but, um, you know, it was his time. It wasn't me saying, you have my permission. I'm not his parent you know, or anything like that. Um, he, he pretty much knew that he had the right gear, the right day, and, um, you know, the basic skills to get off the ground. So, yeah, Dell all day long. Dell was, Del was, like, beating me up, and I would just go back at him like, Dell, one day I'm going to be better than you. You should not be waiting. You should be practicing right now because I will be better <laughs> You should be practicing right now. You know, the introductory scene to Apocalypse Now, when Martin Sheen is talking, he's like, every day Charlie squats in the bush. He's getting stronger and I'm getting weaker. I always talk to Dell like that. Like, <laughs> Del, I'm getting stronger. You need to get outside and practice right now and get off your keyboard. <laughs> Gosh, man. So that's my approach. That's the whole story to it. It was literally like four hours. He, he wants to come back out and continue doing training and, uh, but he's a friend. I mean, now I'm not going to charge him any money. Like, yeah, hit it off. He had the same upbringing as me, raced some four wheelers, likes to uh, to go out and do the, the fun stuff. And um, I've always said in the past, I would never want to train anybody. If my best friend bought gear, I'm not going to take money from him. I'm going to teach them every single thing I know and hope, you know, that they pick it up and and um, and learn as much as possible. But if we were the only two people around and there was nowhere else to train, I would feel very confident in being able to get them off the ground safely. And um, and that's the really the way, you know, I don't intend to open some big school, but there's just people in the area that want to learn how to fly. And fortunately, I have a beautiful airfield to use, and, um, and I teach. That's another aviator spot, future aviator spot. Mooney, are you writing this down? Mm. Write it, write it we down. We have like seven <laughs> months of winter, so we don't have – I mean, we're like the guys in Michigan, you know. It's half the time it's snow on the ground, so right. it's – Right across the street from Michigan. Right across the right. lake. Well, it's a right street during the, the winter. True. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, that's. Um, so I did see a. Let's see here. I did see a question. Somebody asked, um, "Too much thrust? Can you stall?" <laughs> so. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, it's like when you're there. It's tough though. If a motor puts out a hundred and say 70 pounds of thrust and say I weigh 130 pounds and if my motor weighs 30 pounds it's only 160 so in theory that motor could hover me off of the ground um, and generally you can't just get it from pinning it and then climbing um, but what you can do is if you were to give it full power release and then get that little surge downwards so your glider is going towards the ground a little bit and then go full power you can stall it um, I can get close um, but obviously you don't ever want to do that because if you stall while you're on power, that, that's bad. But, um, yeah, no, I, I know that it can happen and, um, really the things have to line up really incorrectly for that to happen. But, um, yeah, don't do that. That's a lot of power. 
Yeah, the you... tornado puts out a little. I, I know it was over 170 on the thrust table when we did it. I weigh 130 pounds. Uh, my motor fully loaded, um, full acro setup anyway, with lights, smoke, and all that. Weighs about uh, 65, I think. That's gas, smoke system, lights, two reserves. Um, wow, so yeah, dude. You can, you like you said, you could turn it like just face down to the ground and then go full power and just sit on it. Levitate. Pretty close, yeah, yeah. It, uh, I can't have much more power. I mean, yeah, I for, want more, but I can't have much more. Waiting for full throttle infinity fumbles. Yeah, <laughs> full power yeah. infinity. I see, man. <laughs> Going There's up. There's been a few times I can get pretty vertical when we do that. You, you can, you can't get quite 180 right over the top, um, or 90 degrees. I'm sorry, over the top, but. Uh, you can get pretty much almost vertical. You just get a little bit sideways, and you can go right over the top of the glider with that power. You're, uh, you're flying the what? I'm flying the a Tornado 280. Tornado. So it's yeah. two. Is it 280? You're talking about 280 cc's. Yeah. So. Oh my word. Yeah, and we have the Nitro, which is a Nitro 200, and then the Tornado, which is a 280. Um, wow. So yeah. That is a lot of CCs. So I mean, like yeah, that's great. the this the starting one seems like everybody's flying the 125 out of the gate. Like that's a standard, right? And then you got the Moster 180 or 185. No, so um, actually, when we do it, um, like when we have students, 99% um, of our students leave and they buy a Nitro 200. Todd has got a Nitro. Um, many people fly the Nitro 200. It is a perfect motor to have. They're a good amount of thrust. It's super lightweight. It's very durable. Um, that's honestly, if, if I was to start flying again and I knew about the Nitro, that's what I would buy. Sorry, my wife just interjected. Uh, is it somebody we know? Fire. Who's? No one knows yet. They haven't told people who they are. Oh, my gosh. But there's an eight-car pileup. And on the 805? On the 805 northbound, two people, two cars got on fire and slid across the freeway, causing Whoa. six other cars to crash into them. They all got sent to the hospital, and they shut down the 805. Wow. Like they can't get off. So that's pretty The that's 805 crazy. is closed if you're in San Diego. Wow. Two cars crashed and burst into flames. No, eight cars. That's crazy. Man. Eight cars caught on fire? Eight cars. No, two cars eight. caught on fire. That's what I said. Two cars caught on fire, eight, eight cars, cars crashed. Eight cars were involved. Wow. 18 people got sent to the hospital, and three people died. Holy smokes. And they're still Something in the battle. That'll be all the news. Yeah. Yeah, right? Breaking news. My Here's wife comes in. Here's a question for Kyle. Have you ever thought about the, the Icarus race? Or yeah, I was TV? actually just, just reading in those comments, actually. Um so there's a there's a running joke about kyle and flying cross countries and yes there there is yeah, absolutely yeah. um kyle does not do cross countries kyle does what we call kyle cross countries and that basically is if you can take off and fly to about 200 feet and look around if you can see it that's as far as i've been yeah so, <laughs> so part of the joke kyle was talking earlier that uh while we were out at St. Louis, I was on the ground talking to the tower, making sure we were coordinating with the, the tower and whatnot. So 
the team launches, they go and they fly to the arch. And it was maybe a three mile flight from the airport to the arch, straight line distance. And so it's three miles there. They fly the routine three miles back. So as Kyle's coming back, I got on the radio and congratulated him and the entire team because that was a new record for the longest cross country that <laughs> Kyle has flown on. So it's just because uh. he, it's Kyle goes up and he rips it up for about 15, 20 minutes and he does it right over the airport and he comes back down, but yeah, he just, he doesn't go a long way. <laughs> no, I, I normally do further vertically than I do horizontally along. Um, could I do the Icarus? Yeah, I, I, I definitely have like thought about it, and I would like to do it. But honestly, at the end of the day, um, I enjoy aerobatics. That's what I enjoy the most. That's what I like to put my, my effort towards. I hate sitting on speed bar going in a line. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it's still a fun thing to do. And, uh, you know, in the last couple of months, I have gone further as far as, you know, cross-country goes. But, um, no, for me, I... Personally, I'll, I don't think I'll ever do the Icarus. Um, I would rather devote my time um, and everything to, to doing what I like, and that's aerobatics. Who's better at acro, you or Tucker Gott? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> These questions, wow. they just come to me. They just do. No, 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 no they come to you. They just Tucker, come to I me. love you, man, but you, you, can't, you haven't done a heli yet. Oh, yeah. dang, he hasn't done a heli? I've never seen in his no, videos, yeah. anyways. I was questioning is, whether no. Tucker was right next to him because the way he looked over, like, yeah. uh... no, because he knows <laughs> no, no, Tucker's that watching. Funny, though. That would have been funny, though. Tucker is watching. Oh, is he? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's because yeah. Kyle and Tucker they're they're actually a mere pair on the Paradigm team. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're like they're wing they're wingmen together. So I mean, it, it's kind of hard to to put Kyle in the spot like that. Oh, I love it. That's <laughs> no, what I it's, do. It's awesome. We all learn from each other. Um, but as far as like aerobatics and stuff, uh, you know, obviously I went overseas and, and I learned how to, uh, I did a lot of that training and stuff like that. Um, but I will tell you that not one pilot on the Paradigm team is the best pilot. Um, you know, there's things that I excel at that Tucker doesn't. There's a lot of things that Tucker excels at that the rest of us don't. Um, there is no one best pilot. So if anybody's ever says, oh, he's the best pilot in the room, well, that's actually false because there's always somebody in the room that is better at something than, they, than what's you the dude's, are. If, wait, what's the dude that does the infinite tumble? Uh, that's Manu and David Maligita. Oh, Two guys? Yeah, so they're brothers, yeah. and we it depends on which one's available is the one that we bring over. So Manu and who? David. And David. Manu yep. and David. They're both better than you. Yes. <laughs> you know that yeah, reminds but, me a lot of like um flying uh, uh quad kites uh things called revolutions you're only as strong as your weakest flyer uh as far as doing synchronized flying uh with kites oh yeah well, you're doing with gliders instead but yeah that's kind of wild yeah, no, it's it's truly awesome, you know, and we all learn from each other. Um, so it's it's really cool to be able to learn from each other like that. And none of the pilots on the team go, I'm better than you or I'm better than you. Um, we all learn from each other. If somebody screws up, 
yeah, we'll pick on each other, but um, at the end of the day, it's we want to make yeah. each other better to make for a better show. And then we by the way, you pilots. you guys are rad. Your your shows are awesome. The every I mean, it's it's super cool. Everybody wants to do no, that. Everybody you. wants. Yeah, you you guys have well, um, incredible skills. If nobody's seen the, if, you know, I know some of you probably have seen it, but if you haven't seen the documentary, the Paradigm documentary, um, it's actually on the Aviator. Uh, youtube channel now uh it's a it's free now it used to be on amazon but um it's i think it still is you, you could purchase it if you want to make a donation but um instead actually donate it to uh Taz resurgence there you go and, uh um, god bless yeah. you man yeah, yeah man. by the way uh, yeah no, since you're on it. we need to uh put it put a plug in for that too uh resurgence ppg what uh what is the website again is it resurgence ppg dot com dot com uh, yep. go check that out uh, what Todd has is an organization getting military guys that suffer from PTSD and um, and uh, other things. D it doesn't necessarily just mean that, but it's our 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 former military guys uh, or active duty. Even I think you guys are st working to help these guys get off the ground, and so they'll sponsor a guy, put him through training, get him gear, get him up in the air, and uh, yep. maybe Todd, if you'll fill in those blanks for me, uh, yeah, it's exactly all the things that. that you do. Um, so our, our focus is uh, scholarships and tuition support for uh, disabled and adaptive vets. Um, what that includes is we pay the the tuition for their school, we pay travel, we pay lodging, and we pay a per diem for them. So it's a zero cost experience, and we use the Aviator PPG model um, for all of our budgeting purposes. So we're we're looking at a, a 15 day program. A lot of instructors in some schools are able to train in a shorter period of time. Uh, but from our standpoint, we do 15 days. Um, and we actually have uh, our next candidate is starting Monday with Josh Bowden at Nebraska Paramotor. Um, so we got him starting Monday. Um, I'm lucky I'm going to head out to Nebraska, um, go link up with those guys. Uh, then uh, after I hang out with them for a few days in Nebraska. I'm actually heading to El Paso to hang out with uh, Anthony Vela, who uh, he just completed his training with uh, Ron Torin uh, at Lone Star Paramotor not too long ago, who is also an alliance partner. Um, He's actually here right now, Todd. Yeah, yeah I've, I, I saw some of the pictures with him sitting in the classroom and whatnot. But uh, yeah. so I'm going to El Paso to link up with Anthony. Um, and unfortunately, we weren't able to sponsor him. He, he had contacted, he had been in the nomination process with resurgence and I had to send him an email. I'm like, Did, I, I don't have the money to support all the candidates that we have. Um, fortunately for Anthony, he had the money and he was able to, to pay his own way. Um, but you know, I've been able to build a relationship with him, you know, via Facebook and whatnot. So I'm actually going to go out to El Paso and hang out with him for a couple of days. Um, but that's kind of our big thing. And that's kind of what we're, we're, you know, trying to push is, you know, getting those disabled vets and those adaptive veterans, veterans into this sport, because I think we all realize the, the transformative and rehabilitative aspect uh, that this sport has to offer. Yeah. Incredible what you're doing over there. And, and I really appreciate that. And I appreciate uh, your service as well as uh, all the guys that are watching that are uh, former military or active duty. Really appreciate you. I want you to know that uh, we pray for you every single, we have our church service Every service, we pray for our military, especially our guys that are underway and separated by deployment. <clears throat> a lot of, you know, 
these guys are out there putting their life on the line every single day. We get up, we just kind of go through our business, go yeah. to work, do our thing, and we don't even think about what's happening around the world. And um, the freedom yeah, that you have has been paid uh, by the, blood. All, all those guys that are deployed right now, um, they're sitting there thinking that, uh, you know, it, it's almost as exciting as Kyle and his semi-pro paintball, you know. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> you know, as, as you were telling stories, I was thinking, yeah, my, my time in Baghdad, you know, during the during the surge, it was kind of the same thing, you know, just, you know. Less blow up bunkers. Yeah, real hand grenades, real Apaches yeah. flying overhead, you know, those kind of, that's, that's all fun. A, paintball. Yeah, right? yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, no, I was just actually reading, I was going through these comments, just um, reading a bunch of these. I suck Carl, Colorado. What's my favorite prop? Um, the one that puts out the most thrust. <laughs> I don't really care. The, if it's an E-prop, that's better. The, the Peshka or the Helix or whatever. Well, this um, is news to me. There's actually different props. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. More... There's... There's different brands. There's different pitches. There's different lengths. Um, that makes currently, sense. Currently, I I use a 130 centimeter three blade E prop on my tornado. Um, Interesting. It's a very expensive prop because it's a three blade, so it's naturally going to be more expensive. Um, but that's what I use right now, and that's what I like because that's what I'm using. The next prop I put on there, I'll probably like that one too. Did you see um, the question I'm, from John Staples? Yeah, I'm still scrolling down here. Um, let's see here. He said, what is the fuel burn like on the tornado? Oh, yeah. So, you know what? Um, you'll, you won't be able to see me, but I have a note written down, I think. <clears throat> I, I think what it was was it was five point – it was roughly five liters, and that was at 5,000 RPM, and I think it lasted for – like 40 minutes 45 minutes it's it definitely burns more than the uh nitro does so if you're looking for a pure cross-country machine the tornado is not going to be it um the tornado is for those guys who are you know 240 plus um or experienced pilots um you know if i wasn't an experienced pilot i would not fly that thing um but, too much know, power I've, I've flown a lot yeah too much power definitely what's a drawback with having um, too much power uh, you can, well, you, you can stall obviously, but if you're using that power and you don't know how to utilize it, you can get a lot of trouble real quick. So if you're, say I'm holding full power and I'm doing a wing over, um, if you hold that full power, you actually, you lose more altitude. And then when you come back up, you'll swing more, which can cause a stall or a spin, um, things like that. What Just about, too uh, much power? I mean, even with a, a smaller motor, you could make that same mistake, right? It's just yeah, exaggerated. Extra power, yeah, having the exact uh, the extra power is easier to um, to do that with, and also it's you know extra power. Uh, you know, since the motor's newer, it's more expensive. And the three blade props. So, for example, a two blade prop, a standard two blade, is about four twenty five. Uh, a three blade is well over seven hundred. So, if you break a two blade, okay, it sucks. You break a three blade, it really sucks. Yeesh. So you know, uh, it goes 700? it goes back and forth. Yeah, no, they're... Um, Have you broke any? <laughs> I had to repair mine yesterday. Oh, dang. Yep, So it happens. Did, did you just go on the shelf and be like, I need to borrow this? And, uh, no, I, I like my job, so I don't... 
<laughs> no, I uh, like it actually, is for my job. It. What? Yeah, what? Right? No, I I just repaired it. It's it's uh, fiberglass, right? Uh, no, it's actually carbon fiber. That's what I meant. Carbon fiber. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just carbon fiber. It took me about uh, about an hour, and it's good to go. And I, yeah, I, I flew it again. Um, Dope. See. Room for speed bar and acro at some point. Fair oh, question. No. So yes, um, I I know people use speed bar um, mainly to go into the box, which the box is actually the area that you perform your aerobatics in. So. They use it to get there quicker. But as far as using it in aerobatics, um, aside from doing the up and over each other, um, I don't even know if they use it for that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, nothing there. And then sponsorship for Paradigm. I would love that. And so would anybody else who's on Paradigm. Everybody would love that if uh, Andrew Everett's asked uh, any news on sponsorship for Paradigm. So... As many people know and many people don't know, this year we were the only unsponsored air show act at Oshkosh. What? Yep. No we have way, man. All of the all of the money is you know is out of pocket, um, and uh, that you know that's going. We get millions and millions and millions of people seeing that what we do, and uh, we we don't have a sponsor right now, so you know that that that's unfortunate. But we're still able to do what we love. And uh, wow. you know, it's just going to take the it's just going to take the right person um, to see what we do and see uh, the vision that we have and see the difference that we can make to you know to do that. So I uh, wish I'd have known that. Though. I would have uh, made some paraglidingtalk.com shirts and sent a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, it, it's all good, man. We um, it's just one of those things. It's uh, uh, to do a paradigm show is very expensive with bringing in people. Um, airfare plus we got to be away from work so you know we're losing money yeah. from being away from work plus we're spending money to get people there plus buying gear you know um just food in general that, oh, that adds up too as it's gonna happen knows. it's gonna happen watch you guys are gonna I get one so. of those those big baller ones like a bmw or something big oh that'd be, be a, awesome it'd be a cool one it'll happen pitch it to tesla oh, Tesla. Yeah, right? That'd be awesome. I'll send an email to Elon Musk. Yeah, they'll do it if you have like an electric paramotor. Be like, this is brought to you by Tesla. Well, if he makes us one, that'd be awesome. I'd fly that. That'd be sweet. That's somebody needs to make that happen. I know it. Somebody um, needs to make that happen. Pylon racing. Uh Carl Colorado asked another one. Yeah, I Pylon racing is something that I've really actually thought about. Um, only downside is it's it's very dangerous, um, especially if you're doing it not over water. I know that they've changed a lot of the uh, rules for international competition as far as racing, because when they're racing over ground, if you, I, I think it was in 2015 or 2016, a, uh, they were racing, I think it was in Poland, and a pilot uh, came over hit a pylon and uh, he actually died he passed away whoa um so you know they changed it over water and water is it's still not as it's not nearly as bad as hitting the ground but um at the end of the day man i like being up high spinning that glider in circles uh that's my favorite um and yes uh fly swamper i, I foot dragging is I have a lot of pairs of shoes in my office 
shoes everywhere because they're all foot dragging shoes. <laughs> foot dragging shoes. Who was Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Somebody posted a picture of their shoes. I think it was Got, and he had like a worn out his right foot. Yep, mine's my left. That's hilarious. You got to switch your feet. Yeah. You got to wear them out equally. So basically, know, you've but... got two shoes, and one of them has a drag hole in it. Yeah. Yeah, see these right here? These are my Solomons. <laughs> one has epoxy on it, and the other one doesn't because I use this one to foot drag. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, you get that stuff on the bottom of the shoes so it, like, shoots sparks off. So when you go down the runway, it's got those big old grass. Yeah, you, you, just, you just actually get magnesium plates, and that works well. <laughs> It's a good idea. Or those shoes where the heel <clears throat> touches and the wheel pops out. Oh, yeah, the Heelys. I, man, I had a pair of those when I was a kid. I got in trouble with those. <laughs> okay, guys. We're we're at that 7 o'clock mark. Um, really appreciate you coming on the show. Kyle, thank you so much. Yeah, we're going to have a, an after show, uh, but uh, we're going to um, cut it off here. Again, please go support uh, Resurgence PPG. Um, if you know... If you uh, if you if you're a big money person and you're in advertising, look into advertising with Aviator PPG. They have a great platform and it's wide open right now. So you guys could probably work something out. And paradigmaerobatics.com. Para paradigm. I need to put that in the. Yeah. In the, uh, paradigmaerobatics.com and then obviously the Aviator Show um, YouTube channel or contact us, man. Anybody can call us, uh, shoot us an email, you know, whatever. We're always here, always here to serve and, uh, you know, yeah, just making the sport better for everybody. It's a huge opportunity too for advertisers because that, uh, that show really catches people, people's attention. So that, uh, is an excellent, thank you everybody in the chat. Uh, appreciate you guys being supporting the show. We had, a um, another, I, I feel like our, the show is growing very quickly there were 60 people watching as we speak. Um, and so uh, next week, don't miss next show. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, we're going to do speed flying. And then the following show, uh, we're going to do another episode, episode two with Jeff Goen. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't squeeze awesome. him for enough information. And we're going to, I think, Phil Russman's going to join that one as well. So that'll be a great time. And um, thanks, everybody. Really appreciate you. Uh, see you on the next one. And uh, again, thanks for the moderators, everybody who's uh, helping out, Sean, Neil, you guys are awesome. And um, we will uh, catch you on the next one. So we'll have a short after show. Don't hang up. See you guys. Have a great night. See you guys.